Psalm 91, verses 1 through 16 in the King James Version. I, I wanted to be old school on this one. Uh, we're going to the, the other verses will be in different translations, so just pay attention to the screen because I sipped in the different scripture that we were referenced. But Psalms 91, mm, Psalm 91, uh, 1 through 16. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the nauseam of pestilence. Newsome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor by the arrow that flieth of the day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou have behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Ooh, just made me think about COVID. I don't know if you want to shout right there or not. Uh, they shall bear uh, thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. You won't even stump your toe, girl. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet, because he hath set his love upon thee, me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. Listen to that one more time. He shall call or she shall call upon me and I will answer him or her. Yeah, y'all don't hear me. That's God talking now. I will be with him or her in trouble. I will deliver him and her and honor him and her. With long life will I satisfy him and her and show him and her my salvation. Boy, I can sit down and go home. If that don't make you feel like God is with you, I don't know what else will. Oh, Lord, I ask for your power and grace to reside upon me as you bring this word for your people. I thank you, God. We ask for you to bring a word for them. Order it in your steps. Order my steps in your word. I ask for you to reduce me and increase you. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. As you take your seat, I want to speak to you from the subject, the secret place. The secret place. It's amazing when, when animals go through metamorphosis. They know how to hide. Now, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Snakes hide when they shed their skin. Y'all hear me? You following me? Beetles hide when they're shedding their exoskeleton because they know they're vulnerable. A caterpillar got enough sense to hide, come on somebody, when it's spinning a cocoon. Because they understand that they're going through a metamorphosis, a change, and they know they need to find a secret place to hide. 
Now, the unique thing about us is we, we, we grow every day. Every day he says my, his mercies and his, his grace and mercy is new to you every day, right? Every day we're supposed to die to something we do. And so if the animal, if the insects, if the snake, if the reptile, come on somebody, knows how to hide in the secret place, instinctly, why don't we? Oh, oh I'm trying to tell you about this secret place. See, depending upon the Bible translation used, the term secret place can appear dozens of times in both Old and New Testaments. Some translations use the word shelter or covering or dwelling rather than secret place. In the Old Testament, the term secret place comes from the Hebrew root word sether, which means to hide or to be concealed. This word is used in Psalm 139, 15, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. See, here it speaks of the hidden world in a mother's womb. Uh, it's letting us know that even before you was in your mother's womb, God already knew you. Didn't he tell Jeremiah that? Before you was born, he was right there in the womb making sure you got, oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. He hid you in the secret place. Billions, come on somebody, millions and millions of, 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 of other sperm, come on somebody, was trying to get to the egg, but God so saw that you the one made it. Y'all don't hear what what I'm saying. I know it's a little bit graphic for you, but I had to tell you how special you are. You made it over, over millions of other folk that could have been here. God had his hand on you before you were even crafted in your mother's womb. And you worried about COVID and you worried about gas prices and you worried about your job and God was right there even in the midst of your mother's womb and you worried about your boss getting on your nerves and always messing with you when you're doing your job the best you can and the way you're supposed to and you worried about racism and you worried about sexism and you worried about police brutality. You worried about all these things and God said if you can just get in my secret place. Oh, I didn't know I was going to preach this morning. I really didn't. But another word is used in, in Psalm 32, 7. He says, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with the songs of deliverance. I, I know a lot of us want to miss praise and worship. Come on, somebody. Some of us say, I just want to make it here for the word. But you got to learn how to get in worship. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Can I talk to some people that's in worship? You need to learn how to get in worship. You need to stop trying to be so stoic all the time. I'm not saying that, that everybody has to worship the same way, but every now and then you should get an uncontrollable praise in your heart because you of the goodness of God that he's brought you from, especially if you kind of look like me because you've been going through hell your whole life, but you still here. Learn how to worship him. Learn how to worship him and make your own secret place. Learn if you can't sing, don't try to get up here with Derek and Peach's name, but, but sing in your shower. <laughs> worship him in your closet. Give him a song of praise. Get, get on the radio and, and find somebody, find Kirk Franklin or somebody to hide you in a secret place. Although the secret place can refer to a physical location, it most often connect, uh, connotes a state of soul in its relationship with God. 
Psalm 27, 5 says, For in the day of trouble he will conceal me in his tabernacle. In the secret place of his tent he will hide me. He, he will lift up me. He will lift me up upon a rock, which means he'll put me in a solid place. He'll protect my mind. He'll make sure this world doesn't drive me crazy. Some of us have to have to go to counseling because COVID-19 has us stressed out. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying as you lay on the couch with your doctor, can you just get in a place and tell God, I need you to save my mind. I'm about to lose it, but I need you to come and dwell in me and give me some type of peace because only you can make me feel better. The psalmist is not referring to an actual tabernacle or tent in which he will hide from physical enemies. He's speaking of a state of peace that God gives him in the midst of trials and attacks. See, when you really get in the secret place, you will be like me. When somebody attacked me, I just know God ready to give me another blessing. Appreciate you, Hater. I thank you for letting me know what season this was. I, I thank you for coming at me. But you might not want to mess with me because God has me in the secret place and he will consume you because he's a consuming fire. And, and I done learned, come on, somebody, I done learned how not to talk back to people when they come at me. The only time I cut you most of the time, if you come at somebody, I know because I feel like I'm supposed to cut you just in case God didn't hear it. But if you're talking to me about me, I don't care. I'm in the secret place. I don't have to protect myself. God has my back. Ooh. You know, I was going around looking for a table so I could have a table up here and sit down. I'm so glad I ain't find that table because I just feel like I'm supposed to preach. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm still not, you know, I'm, I'm still in between. I'm Old Stan and Jake's right now. I'm somewhere in between. <laughs> ah, the idea of the secret place originates with God. Because he is spirit and his glory is beyond our ability to perceive, we must meet with him in the secret places of the heart in order to commune with him. Uh, when Moses wanted to see the glory of God, the Lord God explained that no man could see God told him in Exodus 33, 20, you can't handle this. So God said, look, he allowed Moses to see his glory from a secret place. In Exodus 33, 22, God said, when my glory passes by, I will put you in a cliff in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Here God gives us a glimpse into what must we must do to experience the presence of God. It can only be enjoyed when we enter his secret place. Come on, somebody. If God was on Moses' side and he couldn't handle looking at the glory of God, what about your enemies? Girl, keep your earrings on. Stop taking Vaseline to work. You don't need no tennis shoes. Keep your heels on. Keep your tie on, brother man. You don't need to fight anybody. God is a consuming fire. Nobody can revenge you like God can. God is creative in his vengeance. God is creative with dealing with your enemies. 
You can't handle with God. I'm telling you, sit back and wait. If you're really vindictive, just wait on God. If you really want to be petty, wait on God. Uh-huh. And all your pettiness, if you just sit back and let God handle it, Y'all don't hunt me. See, some of y'all going crazy because your enemy is coming at you. But can I tell you that the Bible says, oh, my God, that he prepares a place for you in the presence of Stephon? Oh, oh, no, no, no. He prepares a place for you in the presence of your mama? No, 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 no. I forget. He prepares a place for you in the presence of what? Your enemies. Oh, come on, somebody. So if you got some enemies, that's the first prerequisite of your blessing. Y'all don't hear me. You don't have to go look for them. They'll find you. Don't go recruit nobody. Oh, come on. I need some enemies, so God, no. They, they, they're, they, they're there. In fact, some of them there, and you don't even know they're there. Oh, See, can I tell you something? When it says new levels, new devils, what I discovered these past few weeks is that some people who was with me on one level are against me as I rise. Because those demons are activated when you get to a new level. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That's why he said, I lead you beside the still waters. Sometimes still waters can mean where you want to drink, but still stagnant waters are dead waters and nothing can live in still waters when it doesn't flow. So it could mean I'm leading you right beside your enemies. They're trying to kill you right now. Y'all don't hear me. He hides you in the secret place. And some folks standing right beside you on your job trying to kill you and wonder why they miss it. Because God is shadow boxing with them in the shadow. The, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, your, your rod and your staff shall comfort me. God in the corner shadow boxing your enemy. And you don't even know what's your enemy. You better understand your God. I'm trying to stay calm. I'm doing it. I think I'm doing it all right, fairly well. See, Psalm 91.1 says, it gives us a great illustration of the value of the secret place. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. See, think of, 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 um, of the secret hiding place you had as a child. You know, imagine you're 10 years old and you find this hiding place under the stairs that nobody know about. You know what I'm saying? You slipped inside and it felt magical. You were safe and protected from it. You had your own little world. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you imagined you could live there all the time and no one could find you. Sometimes you'd even take your friend under there because it, you, a hiding place is, is even better when, when, you, when you got it with somebody you're cool with and you trust. And so you hide there. See, can, can you picture the psalmist painting in Psalm 91? God has a secret hiding place and he invites each of us to join him there. Notice that he doesn't invite us to visit. Come on, somebody. I love, I love my family, but when they visit, I, I, three days, I'm tired. Huh? Can you can, can, can keep it 100? It was a little bit better this time. And thank you, Miss Sandra and, 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 and Sister Smells and trustees and everybody for putting them in a hotel. I love them. But, but, but sometimes when they're dwelling in your space, Uh, my, my, my dad would often say, short visits makes long friends. So, so don't out 
Don't wear out your welcome. That, that's, that's what he tell me. You know? Ditto. I'm smiling. But <laughs> it, it make long friends. But God doesn't invite you to just visit. He says, dwell here. Live here with me. Dwell right here all the time. Don't just be in a season of shedding your skin like a snake. Don't just do it in a moment of shedding your exoskeleton like a beetle. Don't just be in a cocoon for a few days like a, like a caterpillar trying to become a, a, a butterfly. I need you to dwell with me at all times. Oh, dwell with me. It, it becomes our address. God invites us to pack up and move to his secret place. To do so, we must walk away from the clamor and the enticements of the world. We must be willing to quiet our hearts before him and allow him to investigate those inner recesses we reveal to nobody else. Your secret sins that you think secret. Secret places, though, imply honesty and trust. We cannot join God in his secret place unless we are willing to be transparent and honest with him. Come on, somebody. Has sister girl ever asked you a question and she already know the answer? Brother man, we, we do it too. Ask you a question, they already know the answer, and they just want to see you're going to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. So help you. God and other folk. <laughs> huh? God already knows the answer. He already knows what you're going through. Before you was in your mother's womb, he knew you. I know you blessed and highly favored the Lord with me, but tell God what's really going on. How you doing blessed and highly favored the Lord? Tell God the truth. You can lie to me all day. But let God know the truth and give him access. See, when you don't be truthful to God, you don't give him permission to access that place in your heart. You got to give him the truth and the truth shall set you free. You need to let him into your messed up places. Oh, I got to talk to somebody. I got to talk to somebody. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 6, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father. Huh? Hold on, hold on. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Close the door. Go by yourself. Sometimes you can have a prayer meeting, but, but you need to learn how to pray with God by yourself. Cause Come on, somebody. You can't pray all yourself out loud to everybody. I know you a Christian. I know you've been living right. Yeah. All the time. I know you ain't never sinned. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you need to just tell God what's going on just in case it's something you forgot. I'm just saying. Jesus was not necessarily indicating a physical location. But we can pray anywhere at any time. He don't mean you just there going in and close the door, you know. You know, you, you can be in the woods somewhere, hopefully in a safe place. <laughs> but, but to really connect with God, we must enter into the secret place in our own spirits and meet God there. Quiet locations help, and we should seek solitude when we want to spend uninterrupted time with God. Turn your phone off. Silence it if you want to know what calls you miss. Put it somewhere else away from you. 
It is also helpful to have a designated place we go to spend time with him. Jesus did this while on earth. Although he often prayed in public, he also slipped away from the crowds and even his closest friends to spend away to, uh, uh, to, 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 to get with God by himself, to get in solitude. I'm not going to read them, but Mark 135 and Luke 442. But the secret place that Psalm 91 describes is not a physical location. It is a state of spiritual rest that prevails regardless of outward circumstances. I'm doing well despite the circumstances. Despite the circumstances. Hold on, hold on. I don't understand that. I, I'm all right, uh, uh, even though I'm under all this stress. Why are you under anything? You're more than an overcomer. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. He who began a good work and you shall finish it. And you and you doing well despite the circumstances. No, no, no circumstances are, 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 are over you. It, 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 can't, it can't touch you if you get in the secret place. Y'all don't hear me. You, you, I'm trying to help somebody. There is a great benefit from dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. When we choose to leave behind the world's delights in favor of a lifestyle of spiritual devotion, God draws near in new ways. Look at James 4, 7 and 8 in NIV. It says, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will what? Flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. See, when we draw near to him, watch this, we, 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 we begin to see uh, our sin the way he does. Do you realize the closer you get to God, sometimes the worse you feel? I, I'm not trying to say you feel bad. I'm, I, let me say that again. Rewind. The closer you get to God, sometimes you realize how good you are not. <laughs> yeah. And when, you, when, you was, when you was acting the net back in the day, you didn't even look at yourself like you bad. I'm just doing what I do. I'll be all right. Come out of blood. <laughs> but, but when you start maturing in God and getting close to God, have you ever seen, a, 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 have you ever been on the news or have you ever been on the set of a movie and somebody looked real young that you saw on TV, but when the light hit them, you're like, whoa. She is 75, isn't she? Because the lights reveal all the cracks and crevices and everything in their face, and it begins to reveal things that you didn't see before, but the light begins to choke. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. When you get to God, the light shows on you, and you see how wretched you are, and you can't do anything but thank God for the blessings he gave you because you understand that you don't deserve them. You don't deserve the car he gave you, even when it's a hootie. You don't deserve the house he gave you, even if it's just a studio apartment. You don't deserve it, but because he called you righteous, he blesses you. He never said you was righteous. He just called you that. Now, they've been called a lot of things by people that don't like me, but they ain't called me righteous. <laughs> God calls you righteous even though you mess up every day. He said, I'm going to call you this even though you're not because you're covered by the blood of Jesus, which gives you the option to hide in the secret place. And you know what? Option. 
You, you can lease a house with an option to buy. And even though you came into Christianity, there's still an option for you to dwell in the secret place because so many Christians are waiting till they go to heaven before they dwell in the secret place but don't realize they can have heaven right here on earth if you learn how to dwell in the secret place of God. Oh, Lord. Isaiah 6, 1 through 5 in the NIV says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet. And with two, they were flying. And they were called to one another. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. I told you, God, you get in his presence, it'll show you how messed up you are. It'll make you humble. It'll make you get up and go to church in the rain. Uh-huh. I remember some of y'all came out here in the drive-in church in the snow. That's what humbleness would do with you because at the end of the day, you understand everything I got was from the hand of God. He's the one that gave me the power to obtain wealth. He's the one that gave me the good measure, blessing, pressed down, shaking together and running over. He's the one that protected me even though my enemies came at me like a flood. He's the one that led me through the valley of the shadow of death. He's the one whose rod and staff compassed me. He's the one that led me beside the still waters. It was it was him in the jail cell. It was him that got me through the divorce. He kept me in the secret place. So, time spent in the presence of God reveals our true thoughts and selfish motivations that might otherwise escape unnoticed. From this secret place, the fruit of the Spirit takes root and grows. We start to see our lives from an eternal perspective. Earthly frustrations lose significance. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Earthly frustrations lose significance because you understand that they are temporary. What's, what's, what's going to last forever is my faith, and my faith protects me from everything. My faith tells me what exists. Oh, y'all don't hear me? My faith said we're going to have three buildings instead of two buildings, even though the church only wanted to sell two buildings, but my faith made it real. Faith is the substance and the evidence. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? Faith is the substance and the evidence. Faith is real. You can touch faith if you try hard enough. Your faith will cause things to manifest on earth as it already is in heaven, but you don't know how to do that until you learn how to dwell in the secret place. Time spent in the presence of God reveals our true thoughts and selfish motivations. I'm telling you, it does. It does. We, we do not have to neglect our responsibilities or relationships to do it in a secret place. You don't have to be at your mama's house and say, um, I cannot hear you, mother. I can't. No. <laughs> the key to moving there is total surrender to the Holy Spirit. And the will of God for our lives. This decision dominates our actions and changes our outlook. 
As we obey, God meets us in the secret place. He teaches us and encourages us to remain there. Our continual choice to surrender fully to him results in his continued strength to do so. Basically, if we try to keep staying in the, in the, in the secret place, he'll give us the strength to stay in the secret place. Oh, it takes work. See, you thought you could just come, oh, yeah, I'm just going to the secret place. No, no, especially not with Twitter and Instagram and your phone and your mama and your baby mama and your baby daddy and your job and, and the police and the economy and COVID-19 and the Republicans and the Democrats and the haters and the liars and the naysayers and the stuff you put yourself in and all of your sins and all of the people who mad at you and all the people you mad at. It's hard to get in the secret place. You got to press. Into the glory of God. You got to press into it. Seek and you shall find. Not one time. Seek. That's present tense. He didn't say have salt. Seek. Your praise shall continuously be on my lips. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're missing it. You, look at it, look at it. Let me just read a verse. John 15, 4 and 5 says, Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You hear that? He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. I know you've seen Buzz Bunny cut the limb off and the tree fall, but that ain't real. We ain't got to do all that. Just If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing. You can't do anything without me, God says. Woo! Oh, my God. He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. Unless you and me, you can't do anything anyway. <laughs> Cut a limb off a tree and leave it in your yard and see if it get green. See if it stays green. See if it plants itself and grows. If you cut a limb from the tree, that limb will not survive. I know you want to buy her roses, but it's good. Buy some roses, but they're going to die because you cut them off the vine. So they will not live forever. Do you hear me? Stop trying to do anything apart from God. Stop trying to do anything apart from God. You know what's wrong with the church? We do everything in our own rudiment sometimes instead of going to God in prayer, getting in worship. People keep asking me, when are you going to open church? I don't know what I'm praying about. It. Well, you don't know. No, I don't know. How will I know? I don't know what God told me to do yet. When are you going to do that? I don't know. We ain't going to do Sunday school. We don't know. We need to go to Sunday school. Read at your house. You understand? I'm listening to what God is telling me, not my own mind. Oh, y'all don't hear me. In fact, if I went in the spirit more with my real estate company, even though we blessed, we'd probably be more blessed. I done checked myself now. <laughs> I'm always in church thinking like that, and that's probably, woo, I know your problem now. I know your problem. Your problem is you only pray in church. 
I get it. You only read your word in here. Oh, you you do all the principles of God in your seat, but when you go on Monday, you, you want to cut somebody out and not just get in your worship space. Now, don't be in your, in your job. Wait, just do it in your mind, though. Don't oil on nobody. You got to tell these folks, you know, they're sitting there worshiping what the reverend said. No. Let it be a secret in your secret place. <laughs> All right? Okay. But say somebody's job, they be blaming me. Disclaimer, I ain't say go to your job, throw holy water on nobody. Your secret place. You can't do anything beside without him. The secret place is your invitation to cultivate a secret history in the Lord. However, often we stumble our way in the secret place. We don't even know how we got there sometimes. But long as you get there, right? Often it feels as if no progress is being made. Doubts start to creep in. Is this really going to work for me? Me praying to God, is this really going to do something? Am I really going to have a breakthrough? As we seek him in the secret place, the process of maturation shifts the central focus from us to him. You will stop saying, I can't do it. We know you can't. Only God can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He didn't say you could do all things. You could do all things through Christ who strengthens you, which means he's going to do it. You're just a vessel. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody. We learn to bow low in humility, born out of true revelation of his character and not from a veneer of religiosity. Somebody said they were getting veneers. I just knew it was fake. So I was <laughs> Don't go to fake religiosity. Go to God. Oh, Y'all don't hear me. I'm going to share with you what I learned. I forgot to give this to Miss Carmen and Brother Justin, but we'll we be all right. I, 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 don't, I think I was just probably wanting to keep it a secret to myself. You might want to get your ink pen because they ain't going to have this on the screen because I was irresponsible. I want to share with you what I've learned that you need to do in order to get to the secret place. Number one, if needed, confess any known sins and receive cleansing from all unrighteousness. Plead the blood over your mind, emotions, and will. But I did get an verse. 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forever and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from un all unrighteousness. Don't just even ask for forgiveness of sins that you know. Ask for sins you don't know. Because can I tell you a secret? Some folk lie so much they believe the lie. Somebody ever lied to you so much they start believing the story? You know uh, that's not true, right? <laughs> Number two, I probably got to forgive myself right now. Lord, forgive me even in the midst of my sermon, Lord. Number two, <laughs> take authority. <laughs> take authority over your own mind, emotions, and will as you submit them to the Father. James, uh, uh, and do it, do it verbally. James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will do what? Flee from you. Number three, <clears throat> tell the Father this. Can you be real? I can't seek you as you so deserve unless you help me. I can't do it unless you help me. 
I know Jerry Maguire said, help me, help you, but I need you to help me, help me. Okay? <sighs> See, allow holy desperation to well up in you. Remember the man that had the son with the epileptic seizures? He said, I believe, help my unbelief. Ain't that deep? I believe, help my unbelief. I know you can do it, but I still got some doubts. See, some of us think boldness is, is not being scared. Uh-uh. It means pressing through your fear. You know what I'm saying? Faith, even in your doubts. I remember one time I, I was working at, I was assistant principal at Dunwoody High School, and it was a, a, a squirrel that was down, and it was, it was dying. And they were like, you going to go down there? I said, no, I'm scared of that. I ain't going down there. Then some crazy child, I hope he ain't listening, some crazy child went and picked the squirrel up. Oh, Lord. This joker going to make me have to go down here. So I started walking down to the thing. And, they, and some kids said, Maxwell, I thought you were scared. I am, but now I got to go down here and do my daggone job, make this nut, drop this daggone squirrel. You understand? So, 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 so the thing about it is God will ignite your bonus when you need it. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I didn't need it at first because <laughs> my sense told me don't walk into it. See, your, your, your faith, you don't go into your enemy's camp starting a fight. You don't go to your job stirring up stuff, but don't start none. Huh? Don't, don't start none. And the thing about it is I'm not going to lose my job because I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to go to my secret place in my mind, and in my mind, Lord, you better get him out. Twist your neck in the spirit, girl. <laughs> Number four, thank the Father for the struggles you have in pursuing him in the secret place as you think of every hindrance you've experienced in his pursuit and thank him for the breakthroughs that will come. Thank him for the hard times because you don't learn anything in good times. Even good times knew that. Good times, they never had no good times. It was always bad times. Only time they had a good time, the show was over. Last episode. Because you learn through times of struggle. So thank him for that. But you know the secret though? Learn what you need to learn there so you don't have to go through that test no more. I don't like going, I don't want to go back to the fifth grade and do it twice. Don't raise your hand, but anybody had to do it twice before? <laughs> Number five, surrender your own agenda, your needs, your desires, your self-obsession and wants as you receive his grace to focus on him. See, some of these, uh, these are often legit needs that the Father does want to meet, but we become fixated upon ourselves that we're, uh, that, 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 uh, upon ourselves that we're unable to set our gaze steadily on the Father. Forget about it. Know that he got you. It's good to know somebody got your back. Y'all don't hear me. It's good to know when I look over here, he got the camera right there. Ah, you see what I'm saying? It's good. You're comfortable. You know you ain't got to say nothing. You know the screen. It's good when you feel like you know somebody got your back. 
You know what? I ain't even got to do that. I know Reverend Walden got that. I know I ain't got to worry about that. I know I ain't got to worry about singing. I can't sing no way. I, I, I know they got it. I know I know Derek and them holding it down. I, I ain't got to worry about playing the organ. No, I know I can play saxophone. I need to start practicing, but I ain't got to do nothing. I got musicians everywhere. I ain't got to worry about playing the drums. He going to be right over there. I, I ain't got to worry about it. I, 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 know, I don't have to worry about the offering and the tithes and all that because somebody got it. But that's how God is all the time in your life. I know my enemies coming to me, but I know God got it. I know they're trying to get rid of me every now and then. But God got it. I know, I know, I know I got some haters everywhere. I know the police don't like me if they don't know who I am. But at the end of the day, I know God got me. That's the security you got to walk in. And if you can trust your friends, if you can trust your drummer, your organist, your singers, your camera folk, if you can trust your housekeeper to clean up the house, Trust the babysitter to be on time. You can trust God to take care of every iota of your life. And you can trust that that chair going to be there and stay there when you sit on it. You got faith in chairs. You got faith to sit down right here and know that the chair going to hold you. But you doubting God. Huh? This simple. We could have unglued all the legs and played a prank on somebody. But you trust it. Because you say a chair is supposed to hold me up. God said if you get in my secret place, I'll hold you up. And no matter what you go through, oh my God, I'm preaching today and I ain't even tried to. Looking for stools and well, I had a stool looking for a table to sit down. I don't know, it's going to be one of those calm words. And, oh, God, I know. You don't know what God going to do if you just sit your little self down, get in his word, and let him take over your life and stop trying to control the outcome of everything. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself right now. God talking to me about my sermon right now. Stop trying to control what God wants to do in your life and just show up. You better study and show yourself approved. But God is the Alpha and the Omega. If you could just keep walking... He going to start it and he going to finish it. He who began a good work in you. I'm trying to sit down. Number five, I said, on agenda number six, as a son or daughter of God, exercise faith in the promise of Hebrews 4.16 that you can come confidently to his throne to receive uh, what, he, what we need in the secret place. Look at here. Let us then, in the, the verse 16, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to him uh, in time of need. Anytime you need him, he there. Do you know sometimes he don't show up when you need him because you really don't? Have you ever had a trainer make you do something that you couldn't do? See, that's phrase wrong. He or she didn't make you do something you couldn't do. He made you do something you could do. You just didn't know you could do it. And sometimes God sits back because he knows you can do it without him. Come on, somebody. He wants you to build up your spiritual muscles. See, too much is given, much is required. If you're special, God will show up a little quicker than if you got some sense. Come on, somebody. Some of us got them kids that we help all the time, and then the, the little daughter get jealous and wants you to help her. Girl, go somewhere. You know how to do your homework. Your brother dumb. You got to help him. <laughs> Got time to help both of y'all. You don't need no help. <laughs> help you for. 
do it all you can do first. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say that. It just came out. <laughs> Number seven, I'm going to tiptoe out of this. Yeah, I'm get out of this. Number seven, meditate on a passage, a passage of Scripture centered upon worship, like Revelations 4 or anything. Use the text to gaze upon the Father through the illuminating work of the Holy Spirit and allow it to give you language to express to the Father in worship. See, as followers of Christ, we're all called to the secret place. There's no exception. This is where we learn to delight in him above all else in life, consistently seeking his face in the secret place ensures that we cultivate one of life's most valuable assets, if not the most important, a secret history with God. Get in his secret place. Tell him all about your troubles. Let him know what's going on. I'm going to sing the song. He'll help you by and by. Anyway, help, help. Get in his secret place. Tell him what you need. How do, how do y'all old school be singing, Jesus on the main line? Tell him what you want. Tell him what you need. Dwell in his secret place and watch him show up. You don't know what job to take? Get in your secret place. You don't know, pastors, whether to open the church or not. And see, that's the whole thing. Pastors, stop looking at other pastors because God going to tell you what to do for your house. Don't get mad. Oh, man, you did drive in church. That's what he told me to do, though. Do what God tells you to do, not what somebody else doing. Some people still out at church, but they got 20,000 members. They don't need 10,000 folk in the building. You never know what God is telling anybody else. You just need to know what he tells you. And so pastors and leaders, when we start dwelling in the secret place, our congregation will be in this dwell in the secret place because nobody can go further than the head. You got to get in the secret place so your people can get in the secret place. Ooh, I wish we had some presidents that was in the secret place. I wish we had some judges that was in the secret place. I'm finna decree and declare it right now. I wish we had some mayors that was in the secret place. I wish we had some police officers and some police chiefs and some sheriffs that was dwelling in the secret place. I wish we had people in the secret place. I wish we had some football players in the secret place. I wish we had some basketball players in the secret place. I wish we had some custodians sweeping the building in the secret place. I wish everybody around us was just in the secret place so everybody would be doing the will of God and the devil would get stumped out of school, stumped out of politics, stumped out of government, stumped out of schools, stumped out of your life, stumped out of hospitals, stumped out of families, stumped out of careers, stumped out of mindsets, stumped out of careers, stump them out. If you get in the secret place, he will hide you with his wings. He will pick you up, turn you around, put your feet on solid ground. Get in the secret place. Dwell in the house of the Lord. I wish I had David so I could ask David what you want. He'll say all I want is to dwell in the house of God forever. But you know what I realized? He wasn't talking about 
sitting in the pew. He wasn't talking about playing on the organ. He wasn't talking about running the LED screen. He wasn't talking about falling out in the spirit when he said that I want to dwell in the house of God. He was saying I want to be in the secret place, in a place of peace, in a place of revelation, knowing that the circumstances in my life is not real. Cancer is just a circumstance, but my faith can give me peace. Hey, COVID-19 is a circumstance, but if I dwell in the house of God, in the secret place, I shall have peace and joy that surpasses all understanding. You wonder why I'm not going crazy. You wonder why I'm not falling out. You wonder why I'm at peace. Because I dwell in the secret place. Hey, my enemies may come at me like a flood, but his rod and his staff shall comfort me. Yay! Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall feel no evil. But then I do a mystery mix. I shall feel no evil. Why? Because I dwell in the secret place. Hey! The devil can't find me unless God tell him where I am. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. And sometimes God may tell him. He said, have you noticed my servant Job? Have you noticed my servant Job? The devil said, I don't have nobody to tempt. I don't have nobody to walk on. Because I done conquered everybody. Am I Methodist or am I Baptist? Help me, brother organist. Hallelujah. Can I ask you this one thing? Can you dwell in the secret place? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But if God point me out like he did Job. You know what that means? That means he know I can handle it. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're going through, whatever you're going through, that means you can handle it. Whatever you're going through, you can handle it. Whatever you're going through, you can handle it. Whatever you're going through, you can handle it. Because God never put more on you than you can bear. You can handle it. I know I keep pointing at you, but you can handle it. You can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. God steps in when you don't have the strength to do it. You in his secret place. And if the devil found you, it's only because God let him. Because he knew you had the ability to pass that test. Woo. 
I didn't know I was going to preach for real today. I didn't know I was going to preach for real today. Appreciate you. Brother organist, appreciate you. Brother piano player, appreciate you. Brother camera, I didn't know. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it.
I don't know why I keep saying it, but if you're going through it, you can handle it. I don't know who need to hear this, but if you're going through it, you can handle it. Hush! If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. I know I need to sit down. I've been talking about this for 15 minutes. But somebody got to hear this if you're going through it. One more time for the Holy Ghost. If you're going through it, you can handle it. He wouldn't put more on you than you can bear. I know you got cancer, but if you're going through it, you can handle it. I know, I know you got your hips replaced, but, but, but if you're going through it, you can handle it. I, I know you got to have eye surgery, but if you're going through it, you can handle it. I know your child here acting crazy, but if you're going through it, you can handle it. I know gas prices are high, but if you're going through it, you can handle it. I know it's hard to put food on your table, but if you're going through it, you can handle it. Because I and you can do all things through Christ strength is you and me. I'm going to sit down. I got to preach. I got to preach again. Look at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock standing up. I know the spirit moving. 8 o'clock. Y'all, you just be looking at me like, mm. y'all woke early in the morning. I know that God is moving. I know 8 o'clock. I know y'all the studious Christians. I know y'all the Christians. I know everything is alright. But if y'all giving glory on your feet, I know 11 o'clock going to go crazy. I'm tired. I shot it If you're going through it, you can handle it. If you're going through it, you can handle it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Lord, ask for your power and grace to reside upon these people. Give them a breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm finished. I'm finished. It's communion Sunday. I'm, man, get a microphone and open up the door to the church and do the sacraments and, and all that stuff there. I don't know where, I don't know what's going on. I don't Hey, there's a new glory that's about to fall in this church. There's a new glory. There's a Chicago glory that's about to fall down in this house. I know, I know, I know we struggle with the Baptist name. I, I know we struggle with it. And we, we that's what we are. But at the end of the day, there's a Shekinah glory that's going to fall in here. And you're not going to even recognize that this is. I can't even say the word. 
na baba usha hey hey there's a glory 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 y'all about to go somewhere you about to go somewhere there's a glory that you gotta usher there's a glory that you gotta usher there's a glory where my prayer people at there's a glory there's a glory there's a glory I know we going into overtime I know I'm talking too long but there's a glory in this house I, I, I ain't trying to show out I ain't trying I ain't trying to do nothing that I ain't supposed to be doing. I gotta clear out some folk that might be thinking I'm here too long. But there's a glory. There's a glory. There's a glory that's about to hit this house and you better be ready. You and me gotta get our stuff together. We gotta handle those secret sins. We gotta handle those secret things that people, people think, you think they're secret but more people know. Get it together. It's just like when you're doing an investigation on somebody. They're going to start investigating you. Now that we're about to go to a new glory, the devil going to come at you stronger than he's ever came before. But you got to get in your secret place. Let me get out of here. I don't want y'all to be thinking we're going too long. But there's a glory in this house. There's a glory in this house. There's a glory, my mask. It's up there. There's a glory in this house. 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 There's a glory in this house.